And final question, what's missing from Vietnam for you? Live music of mm. indie obscure bands that I used to go to see all the time. That's interesting because that's one of the projects I'm going to work on this year is um, putting on more live music and I love indie music so uh, yeah it's like watch this space my favourite hobby yeah and I really miss it it was something mm. I did probably two or three times a week in DC yeah I miss live music as well it's a big big thing for me the weather but it's going to drop 18 degrees Celsius <laughs> soon so do you miss the cold weather a little bit yeah but the you seasons. know when you meet um, yeah the season the changement mm-hmm. of seasons but we are lucky also you know because we're not very far from Dalat or from you know we can take a bus mm-hmm. even it's not expensive and we go to Dalat and we have an, another weather yeah so I mean uh, what best can we have yeah there you go I just went to Dalat for Christmas and it was yeah, just yeah. amazing uh, and it's interesting you say that but the seasons right because I was just talking earlier how it's amazing here because there are no seasons because it's just warm all the time. And it's like, you know, it's like, well, it well, goes both ways, right? We miss the seasons, but I really like the have, fact that... I would say one thing, you know, that the season allows you to see the time flying. Passage of time. For, absolutely. We've talked about this. Because when, when you live always, you know, on the same tons, you know, on the same... You don't see the time going and years going. <laughs> no, 100%. And I've had this discussion with friends... We've been here four years and yes. it's hard sometimes to be like, what year was it that that happened? When was it? Because yeah. there's no winter to like be like, oh, that was the and end I, of... I don't have the feeling, you know, to have been there and living here since 10 years. Yeah. It looks like four or five years, you know. I, I, 100% I have had the same feeling as well, yeah. COVID, thank God. Um, yeah, COVID is missing. I don't, and that's amazing. But... um and there's really nothing that I'm like always or ever learn learn longing for here, except for like skincare products. And I started making my own because there's so much bleach and things here. But yeah, I've never been like, oh damn, this is something I definitely need that's not here. So yeah, I mean, and I adapt pretty well. But yeah, I mean, they're not. It, it has everything that I need. Coronavirus. Yeah, that's oh! a good answer. That's a great answer. <laughs> Next level, yeah. It's unbelievable, right? Like, I was just saying yesterday, like, we just don't have coronavirus here. It's insane. Yeah, I, 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 I you can edit all this out because we didn't want to talk about the, the, the C word. But um, yeah, coming from the UK where things are, where, and in fact, England more specifically, where it's even worse than the rest of the UK. To watch what my family and my friends are going through and the interminable lockdowns and the economic collapse and all of these catastrophic things and to be sat here in Vietnam where, you know what, you want to go out to the pub and see some cool Scottish guy doing, uh, you know, a bit of stand-up and a bit of singing, uh, you know, that's a real treat. That's a real treat. So that's my real answer no, no, uh, to your answer. question. We'll keep yeah. that in. We won't edit that. <laughs> it's the end of the podcast. We can have one mention of COVID. That's okay. <laughs> I would say balance. I think Vietnam, um, obviously I'm painting with a broad stroke here, right, uh, is in high growth all the time. And there's just always going something going on and it goes back to what we were just talking about, right, with noise pollution, but also different restaurants and concepts and businesses popping up all the time. I, I think that everyone um, would appreciate 
the conservation of peace and nature and um, places that don't necessarily have to be developed, right, to be better or to be more prosperous for the local community. And so I hope that as we continue to grow as a country and, you know, increase our economic value, um, that we'll be able to retain that balance, that synergy. Oh, this one's hard. I, I had had some thoughts in my head and I was just going to list them off, but I didn't want to be a twat, so I'm not going to. Uh, I think I'm just going to say and, and be very cheesy and be like, it's missing me, man. Like, <laughs> what the hell am I doing here? God damn it. Oh, what's missing? Mm. Quite a few. To me, I think one of the major things I I love and also hate about Vietnam and my country, number one, is we don't all, all obey the traffic laws that we like we say. We always, even me, sometimes I've been guilty of that. If the traffic laws should be a little bit stricter, that would be like Singapore, that would be nice. And something else is... Um, there are a couple of laws, there are a couple of things that they are bringing changes to now, like foreign investments, like a foreigner owning a house, like a foreigner. You know, I've been, I've been here for 10 years. If I was in any other country for 10 years, I should be qualified for citizenship, right? If I want it. So those are the kind of changes that you think about it. If you interview this individual, if you think they are merits, if you think they deserve to own a place, if you think they can buy things in their name and don't have to use their Vietnamese wife or Vietnamese partner, that, that would be kind of nice. It would bring a lot of uh, investment to Vietnam. I've talked about this before with my wife and with others. It boggles my mind that this country is not truly open to foreigners, right? Because you can't even get a savings account here. Mm. Uh, you can't buy a house. And for something like yourself, like that blows my mind. You've been here for 10 years. So we lived in Vietnam. Uh, sorry, we lived in New Zealand before here mm. for five years. And we, we are now permanent residents of New Zealand. So we're not citizens, but we, we are permanent, permanent residents. Resident. So we can go back there at any time. And it blows my mind that we've been in Vietnam for the same amount of time and we have zero uh, rights, I guess. Mm -hmm. I mean, which is fine. And some people will maybe be like, well, you don't, you're not from here, you don't deserve any rights. But every other country in the world, if you live there for long enough, you long are enough. afforded a certain amount yes. of rights. Over 10 years. And I, over 10 years. I still yeah. have to go and extend my papers every now and then. I still have to do other things like I just came to Vietnam today. Yeah. More Vietnamese comedians, honestly. I love comedy and seeing, you know, when I first got here five years ago, it was just Minkus, you know, Minkus, Alex, who was a comedy magician, and Nikki, who was a comedy magician. So we had two comedy magicians and one just pure stand up comedian. And as the time has come, more Vietnamese comedians have come on and they're amazing, first of all. I mean, one thing. I've noticed, and I think it kind of comes with, you know, English being their second language and they are performing in their second language is their economy of words is amazing. And uh, it's something I, I look to. So yeah, more Viet, Viet comics. Mm. I, I would like. That would be amazing. Yeah. 
But you know that the, 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 all the Vietnamese comics now mm. do comedy in Vietnamese. Which is awesome, yeah. But now they don't do it in English, and I'm gutted. I've, I've yeah. had to stop asking them to do shows because yeah. they were just like, we're just doing the Vietnamese comedy now. Yeah. And they're killing it. Like, they're doing big, massive shows. Yeah. They're getting sponsorships. Their YouTube channel's going through the roof. And they were all doing comedy in English, and right. they were hilarious. Right. And now they've all got so so I, I worry that some people might look at our comedy scene and be like, well, why is there no Vietnamese comics? And it's like because right. they're all doing it in Vietnamese. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, no, we need to learn it yeah. so we can we can enjoy their format. You yeah, know? for sure. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot missing. I mean, there's a difficult question because there are a lot of things missing in, in Vietnam, and they're, they're also trying just having like a you know like a like an actual British style or like an Irish style pub, private uh, pub. Where it's actually, you know, it's the old, the cobblestone with the cobblestones and everything, you know, that with the other cracks. I think that's the uh, something uh, I would bring from Ireland to, the, to Vietnam, <laughs> just the crack, you know, just the idea of the crack. You know. It is something that is almost quite unique to Ireland and Scotland. This kind of pub culture, and I don't, and I don't mean bar culture. This local pub culture, where it's the same people that have been coming for 10, 20, 30 years. Yeah. They know the barman. They know everyone. Um, and you can't really replicate that. You know, there's Irish bars here. And there's even one in Saigon. And, but it, there's Irish bars around the world, but it's not the same as, as what you're talking about. Yeah, it's just the idea of uh, the, the village pub. You know, it's just like one pub or like uh, maybe one pub for the entire village. Everyone just gathered there, like a community. Uh, like we have like community center because in Vietnam, like in the village, uh, the, the place where community gather it's just like a temple and you know, there's a lot but at the same time it's just very ceremonial there's a lot of uh, formality you have to follow so it doesn't have that you're just lacking that informality from uh, just going to a, pub, a village or like a local pub I thought about this but I didn't really come to a conclusion because I feel like for me I can find everything here Obviously, people are missing, you know, like friends and family. But when it comes to things or products, I don't really miss anything. You can really get everything you need in Vietnam. Yeah, great techno body. <laughs> like a Berlin club. Mm, yeah, I think so. Is that something that you maybe would be looking at in the future, one of those opportunities? I mean, to open a club is like huge responsibility, <laughs> I think. But as I said, again, baby steps, you know? Yeah, yeah. Baby steps. Like to, uh, me being a DJ now, I think I've always already done like a mini step towards that. But let's see. I don't know. I'm really excited what's going to happen in the future here in Vietnam because every day I wake up, it changes so much <laughs> and I can't keep up with it sometimes, <laughs> you know? If you had a club here or anywhere in the world, what would be the name of your club? Oh my God, that's so hard, the question. Raven Crave, <laughs> I don't know. Raven Crave. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're like me, 
you may use your laptop at places where you have to use public Wi-Fi. This opens you up to digital snoopers. It's a massive problem. It can be your internet service provider, or you know who, looking at what you do online, or a cyber criminal trying to steal your bank passwords or credit card info, or even a hacker at the next table trying to steal your sensitive data. These days, it is vital that you keep your data safe. NordVPN keeps all of these snoopers away. It makes your internet activity private, protects you from accessing dangerous websites that are fishing for your data, and lets you enjoy your favorite content securely, even while away from home. And it's easy to use, even I could use it. I've actually been using NordVPN for years now here in Vietnam, and I'm excited to be an affiliate partner with them. I've used NordVPN to watch Netflix, BBC, Disney Plus with ease, and I also know that my information and data are safe from prying eyes, whoever they may be. Join now and you'll get 68% off and three months free when you go to my link, nordvpn.com forward slash SMB. Just again, for those hard of hearing, nordvpn.com forward slash SMB. The link is also in the show notes. I know nobody checks them out, but go check that out and you can get the link from wherever you are listening to this podcast. As an affiliate partner, it also means that I will get a small commission when you sign up, but at no extra cost to you. So not only will you be getting a great deal through 7 Million Bikes, you get a great VPN and you'll be supporting 7 Million Bikes podcast. Stay safe online and enjoy the shows you love. Any questions, just let me know. You know how to get in touch with me. And thanks for listening to this show. Cheers.